Are you ready? Yo. It's time, time to separate the men from the boys. boys. And get down to the business of sport right here on the world famous Ginger's Perspective. Hello and welcome to the final football 2 plus 3 for 2016. You can find us on the Ginger's Perspective at csdplacy.co.za as well as on iTunes and cliffcentral.com. It has been a fascinating season. We're at the halfway point. It now really is a point in the season where teams need to make their moves, be it the relegation battle, be it at the top where Chelsea have clearly made that very clear that they're on course for the title. Six points clear, but do Liverpool, Arsenal, Manchester United, and dare I say it, Tottenham still have a say in the battle. We'll have to wait and see. Joining me as always, Mo. Mo, your thoughts at this time of the, the year because... The way we look at it, Chelsea are sitting pretty at the top, six points clear. But Liverpool have made their intentions of pursuing a Premier League title very clear through Jurgen Klopp this season. Yo, yeah, I don't know about you, but I've been disappointed with the festive season, eh? There were no upsets. <laughs> All the big six won. There was nothing, no, no, you know, shocking results. They all managed to pick up wins. Yeah, Chelsea, for me, uh, I'm going to just put it out there. I think they're going to win the league. Eh? It's going to take uh, you know, something short of a miracle to stop them. I mean, they cruise past Bournemouth without Diego Costa or N'Golo Kante. So, I mean, if your two main players are not playing and you're still winning, it's it's kind of the writing's on the wall. Everybody else is just playing for the uh, you know, second, third and fourth place. Liverpool fans right now are throwing stuff at, uh, at at whatever they're listening to this podcast on, or maybe even throwing the the device itself. But surely Liverpool still have a say in the matter. I mean, look at the way they're playing. Yes, question marks around their defence, but the tempo, the intensity, and their scoring goals. Look at the result the other night. They were really impressive. Yeah, they were ruthless uh, the other night. I mean, it's just they just ran away with it against Stoke. They were down and they you know won. You gotta ask yourself this. You know they played Chelsea when Chelsea were in a slump, so they beat them quite easily. If they were to play Chelsea now, I mean I fancy Chelsea to get the, to nick the three points from them. Oh, it's a bold statement, Mo. It's a bold statement. Liverpool have a massive, <laughs> massive game this weekend, and it's potentially one that that could indicate whether or not they belong in that title contenders bracket. They are up against Man City. And the way I look at it, you've got Liverpool who are great going forward. Defensively, question marks remain around their back four Mm -hmm. defenders. Mm -hmm. City and the goalkeeper goalkeeper in particular has been far from, shall we say, reassuring for the Reds fans. But City going forward, very, very dangerous. They have got Yaya Toure who now is starting to make that engine room tick. Do you think we, we, we could see Liverpool too good for City or are we looking at a draw with Pep Guardiola saying I'll settle for a point look uh, I think look Enfield hasn't been the best place for Man City in the last one day in the league like 10 years ago and you know they'll be boosted because they got Sergio Aguero back Uh, I mean he'll be hungry missing four games he should be ready to get some goals Um, I 
think that it should be, it's going to be a score draw. I think that's how I feel. You know, you've got second versus third, Klopp versus uh, Pep Guardiola, you know, from the German Bundesliga days. So I think a score draw would be a fair result. It'd be interesting to see that one. And, and I am curious to see if Sergio Aguero has lost a bit of form or lost a bit of touch because just before that rubbish, stupid, idiotic tackle that he made with a double-footed ninja Eric Cantona-style tackle, he was really netting goals. And City were loving life with Sergio Aguero firing up front. You think he's learnt his lesson because he's, he's a bit of a repeat offender when it comes to uh, the red card dismissals? Yeah, I think Pep Guardiola has probably had a bit of a chat with him say, you know what, we need you to score goals, not pick up red cards. Uh, you know, and uh, so he, were, he would have spoken to him. And I, think, I, I think that's the last of him getting suspended. So he'll be looking to, you know, get, get the goals for the rest of the season. All right, let's chat about some news that's definitely made headlines. Uh, Crystal Palace, firstly, got rid of Alan Pardew, as we sort of hinted at uh, on previous podcasts, that his job was in jeopardy. Big Sam Allardyce has come in, and already yes, he's had a bit of an impact, as much as you possibly can have in 48 hours. Um, but I think the big one, Swansea, they've been in dire straits. Uh, Bob Bradley's... Tenure lasted 85 days or 11 games, sacked straight away. And last night, there was so much buzz around Ryan Giggs and Chris Coleman, you almost thought that it was a done deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, uh, I think Bob Bradley probably got sacked because he kept on saying soccer instead of football. <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, I, I think for Swansea to put Giggs in charge is a, is a big gamble, eh? almost like the Bob Bradley situation. You know, Ryan Giggs is he's never really managed. Uh, and has he ever been in a relegation battle to know how to deal with it? Swansea need to box smart. Eh? They need to find someone that's been down there. Uh, I think they don't have many choices. And I don't. Th- I think you know Chris Coleman's missus has already said that you know his plan is to finish up at Wales and go abroad. So we know who wears the pants in the Coleman house. <laughs> so I don't. I, I've been reading up about this guy Paul Clement from, uh, I think he's followed uh, Carlo Ancelotti all around. Yes. And he's been at Real Madrid, he's been at, uh, he's been at Chelsea, he's been at, and now he's at Bayern as assistant. You know, he might be a, a good choice. He's, you know, he's got experience, he knows the league well, so I think he might, he might I think they, they favor him over Ryan Giggs. All right, but let's, let's be honest. You, you made the point that a relegation fight has AC Milan have the likes of Chelsea, have the likes of Real Madrid ever really been in a, in a relegation dogfight where they need to desperately pick up points? I don't think they have. I, I don't know. I, I don't think Giggs is the answer, uh, to be honest. Uh, maybe this Clement guy could come in, but they need someone with Premier League experience. Do you venture, potentially, knowing that you need three points against Bournemouth, a dangerous Bournemouth side who attack who could rip up this fragile Swansea defence um, this weekend, maybe go with, with, a, with a Pardew potentially or uh, something like that? I, I, I don't know. Do you, I mean, they might have thought Big Sam would have been the guy. He's a relegation specialist. But who do they go for? I mean, yeah, it's, it's difficult. A week late. It is a week late. You're yeah, right. I, just, I think there's a couple of coaches. Yeah, there's a couple of coaches. Maybe, you know, good old Harry Redknapp might come out of retirement. 
Sometime in that, I think like Nigel Pearson's been talked about also. Yeah. So it will be interesting. Maybe they just give the assistant, you know, coach a full time and see if he can play them. Done it a couple of times already. So, uh, you know, no, no way. Yeah. Interesting times for Swansea and their fans. Eh? Difficult one. Um, let's chat about some of the matches tonight. We've got Hull City, Everton. How do you see that one going? Because Everton surprised everyone by going to Leicester City and beating the champions of England. No, it's not a surprise. I mean, everybody goes to Leicester and beats. <laughs> Hardly a surprise. But uh, <laughs> um, a draw, a draw would have been the expected result. Not a two nil for Everton, surely. Look, I mean, uh, Leicester, Leicester City are not top mob these days. Yeah. But I think Everton will, will they, they'll pick up the three points against the rubbish house. Yeah. You know, uh, Lukaku will get both goals, if you ask me. Be good for but, fantasy. Uh, yeah, you know, Hull are soft, they <laughs> They are. Hull are soft, so, uh, you know, they should get, they'll get rolled over quite easily. And Hull haven't won a game in ages now. Um, and they need to pick up points because it's starting to head towards that slippery slope where... If they suddenly find themselves without three or four wins in the next, let's say, month or so, which looks highly unlikely, they could be sealing their own fate. I mean, you've got Burnley against Sunderland too, Saturday. That's um, an interesting one because Sunderland, Jermaine Defoe's been linked with a move to West Ham. Um, the way Sunderland set up, you've got those sort of three forwards that do their own thing and then the rest of the the team sort of stayed disciplined but Burnley haven't been bad a good win for them last week so they'll be they'll be confident yeah going into this game they'll be confident you know, they, the Burnley have beaten Liverpool this season and Liverpool in second place but um, <laughs> yeah I think I think I think Burnley should get a good result against Sunderland you know, Jermaine before heading to West Ham raising some questions are, are players starting to realise you know it's inevitable Sunderland are going to go down and they just want to jump the ship That'd be very interesting. Very interesting. I, I I mean, not that I really care about Sunderland, but I do think that if yeah, Jermaine no, if Jermaine Defoe goes, that could be a, a major, major blow to Sunderland. But Sunderland will want top dollar. West Ham have got some cash to splash on a guy like Jermaine Defoe, as we've said many times, a fox in the box will get you a nick you a goal. Um but who knows? I think Sunderland they need a they need a an investor, someone with big bucks, come in and reshape essentially what's happened at Newcastle. They need to go down to come back up type thing, but we'll have to wait and see. Chelsea against Stoke, Stamford Bridge. I don't see any problems there for Antonio Conte's side, Mo. Yeah, I think uh, Stoke will get beaten. Chelsea are just too good of a team and they've got their two main players back for this one. I think Pedro is suspended though. Yeah. They've got enough quality to cover, you know, cover him. Um, I, I'm going for a Chelsea win on this one. I think so. Is Costa back this weekend? Or is he? I think it's one more game, isn't it? That he's out for. Isn't he suspended? No, I think he's back. Eh? Is that no, so? I think he's back. So that leaves a very it was just a one match ban. Yeah, it was just a one match ban. You're right. Sorry, I, I, I recall now till the 31st. But that leaves fantasy managers with a predicament because I shifted out Costa. I shifted out Costa for Zlatan and it paid dividends. Two assists mm-hmm. and a goal yeah. as being your captain, 30 points. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Thanks what? for coming and, pro- and I'm, I'm sure you must have progressed to the next round of the, the cup as well. Um, 
Yeah, fantasy managers got a, they're going to be spoiled for choice uh, for strikers. I mean, you've got Aguero back, you've got uh, Costa back, you've got Latin on form. Harry Kane is also, okay, he missed the penalty, but yeah. did you see that penalty? It's shocking. It's really lifted up. <laughs> it was shocking. So, uh, you know, you've got a lot of choices. I would stay away from Aguero, though. I mean, you know, Liverpool's a high-tempo game. He hasn't yeah. scored that many at Anfield. I don't think he's, He's really scored for City against uh, Liverpool at Anfield. I'd stay away from Aguero for now, see how it works out. I, if you if you need a striker, go back to Costa or keep Latin. Yeah, my my thinking is because Manchester United are home to Middlesbrough. Also, Middlesbrough need uh, they need points. They're going to play an expansive mm-hmm. game because at this stage, I just get the feeling teams can't just sit back and take a point at an Old Trafford or something like that, even though there would be the temptation. They've got to try and push the game, boss the game, try and nick an upset. It's not going to happen at Old Trafford with the way Manchester United are playing and with Mkhitaryan scoring scorpion kick goals. Give me a break. That is just unbelievable. But the temptation would be to say... insane. Insane, insane. Chelsea playing Stoke. Bring Costa back because he's in a run of form. He's only missed the one game. Try and potentially sacrifice your other striker. And in my case, I've got uh, Lukaku, who I might say, oh, that is tricky because they're away to Hull. Um, it's a very tricky one. Do you sacrifice Lukaku and, and play Costa? Um, uh, oh, because anything can happen. Anything can happen. It all depends on how you want to set up your team. If you want to, I mean, you could maybe drop Lukaku on the bench and play a bench boost and get some points from the bench. So there are ways around it. I mean, if you if you were to you know think smart, you could do it. Yeah, if if potentially you have um, a two free transfers, potentially it could help. But you you yeah. might you might at the risk of sacrificing four points get Costa back in the mix for someone, but. Yeah, as I say, anything can happen. It will be interesting. Finally, let's um, quickly touch on Sunday's games, uh, the first games of the new year, Watford Spurs and Arsenal Palace. So it's all about London. I know you're a closet Watford fan, but I'm sorry, I don't see them getting past Spurs on uh, on um, the first day of 2017. After the way they beat Southampton so easily. Yeah, that, that was well impressive. Yeah, look, uh, Spurs. I think they will. They'll, they'll, they'll get past Watford. I'm, I'm, it disappoints me to say that, but I think since Watford changed, they've been consistent. You know, they don't turn up for every game. No, it just depends on how they're feeling on the day. And uh, I think Spurs will just be too good for them. And uh, you know, they'll probably beat them by more than two goals. Tell me, um, Arsenal Palace. Um... Arsenal also playing fantastic football at the moment. Uh, Palace with Big Sam, he'll be setting up. He's got a re- he's got a relegation sa- saving job on his hands. That's it. End of story. There's nothing else besides that that Big Sam has to do but make sure Palace survive. But against an Arsenal team who I suppose aren't firing goals in left, right, and centre, but they've got a good rhythm at the moment, don't they? They're doing the classic 1-0 to the Arsenal. That's so it. Just nicking games by a goal. Um, I think, uh, i I got a feeling that uh, Palace are going to frustrate them. And they'll earn a 
yourself a decent draw. All right. Okay, Mo. Well, you've put it out that you think Chelsea will win the title. Let's have a look now at the bottom end mm-hmm. as we wrap up the podcast for 2016. Who's going down? We, we, we'll revisit this at the end of the season, but at this stage, your bottom three are Hull City right at the bottom in 20th place. They have 12 points. Um, you've got Swansea on 12 points, Sunderland on 14, Palace on 16, the champions Leicester on 17, Middlesbrough 18, Burnley 20. That's up to 14th. So who's your three sides to go down? Leipzig are still the three that are in there. It's, you know, Swansea, Hull, and Sunderland will go down. All right. Well, there you have it, Mo. Thanks very much for all your time in 2016. I look forward to catching up in the new year with um, this festive season. The fixtures come thick and fast. Remember to catch us on csduplicy.co.za. That's the Ginger's Perspective. iTunes also in case you've missed a podcast along the way. And also on uh, cliffcentral.com you can find there. Mo, last one for 2016. As always, be championed. There you have it, folks. Thanks very much for listening. Keep listening to the podcast in 2017 as we bring you all things Premier League right here on the Ginger's Perspective.